In Your Element is a teen-hosted podcast covering conversations with our allies. I'm your host, Abby Jones, and I get to chat with some of the most inspiring educators, creators, and changemakers reflecting on their teen years, what makes them feel the most in their element daily, and things that they wish they had known as a teenager. This podcast is a sister organization with The Element Collective. The Element Collective hosts virtual and in-person workshops providing mindfulness, movement, creativity, fun, and other tools that high school-age girls need to love themselves, own their authenticity, and tap into who they truly are. More approachable than traditional group therapy or school clubs, Element Collective founders Mary Allard and Kylie Roswell base their approach on the five elements and create a safe and playful environment for girls to connect with themselves and others. Because when each of us are in our element, magic happens. If you're interested in being a part of any of the Element Collective events or joining our Element community, like me hosting this podcast, or even Gabby who produced the music that you're hearing now, you can follow this podcast wherever you listen, connect with us on Instagram at Element Collective, or check us out at elementcollective.com. That's E-L-L-E-M-E-N-T Collective. Abby, it's been a bit since you and I have been on here. It's been so long. It's been too long. It's been way too long. And we probably could have chosen an easier topic, but hey, let's choose the heart, one of the hardest topics yeah. of the time. Let's try and make everybody cry. I think it's <laughs> perfect. So we're going to talk about gun violence. Um, more specifically, this is our opportunity to to talk about gun violence in schools. And I, I think just like zooming in on your personal experience, because unfortunately you have a very personal experience with this. And I feel like that has become less rare. So um, I just want to tell the listeners that, you know, a, a live trigger warning now that if there's any about any bits of this content that may feel uncomfortable to you to either grab a trusted adult to listen with as well or um, or no need to listen and you can find something else because it's mostly important that we feel like this is a place that is safe and not triggering and a support to people's own own ways of processing whatever that looks like in whatever fashion yeah we have lots of other awesome episodes you can check out yeah instead of listening to this one (laughs) exactly yeah yeah so so i like you know you and i were just talking very briefly and i think what's really cool about this too is that this episode we didn't want to like sit here and prepare a ton and do a lot of like stats sharing and and anything like that or talk about policy like this really is just a a time for us to zoom into personal experiences and process live from Abby's point of view and Abby's experience so as we were talking right before we were like Colorado uh it feels like Colorado has more 
Yeah, I don't know. Let's just say I mean, that. It Let's could, just say that. It could be. It's probably, uh, who knows if that is true or not. Right. We could look it up. It could and, be. But it just. That's all we're it, seeing. But. Right. Because it's, cause it's close to home. But I do think it's interesting having, I was in middle school when Columbine happened and now you in high school and even just in the last, um, in the last month. A couple just in yeah. the neighborhood yeah, of I your mean, school? Yeah, there was um, a shooting, uh, I want to say February 13th, um, at a school very close to me um, where a student died uh, about two weeks later. Um, and then about a month after that occurrence, Two administrators were shot in the school, and it's just been scary, honestly. Um, and you it's had your terrifying. you had your own yeah experience yeah last year. Um, <laughs> some kids showed up to school with like water guns, um, but they looked pretty real, and mm-hmm. that was right after. Um, a shooting occurred in Texas at a school. Um, so we went into lockdown. Uh, we had snipers on the roof, SWAT team. Um, thankfully, I was with my trusted teacher at school uh, with three other students. And we just hid. We were rescued with rifles pointed at our faces, four or five, I want to say, five, um, five rifles, rifles just in our faces, none of the other, we have five buildings on our campus, none of the other buildings got rescued with rifles in their faces, um, Mm. it was just the building that I was hidden in, um, and then we had to squeeze down a tiny little hallway where they had the SWAT team on both sides. So we were just brushing up against weapons and guns. And I was, um, so uncomfortable, absolutely uncomfortable. Um, I hate it. I hate it so much. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, I can't imagine having not been in that situation um what it felt like but it feels like like the the fear or of it is like a just a normal part now oh yeah absolutely of your life of a life as a i i can't we can't even say a teenager um because just a student's expand yeah just a student Mm-hmm. And and then, I mean, even if we go beyond that, like, even thinking of the movie theater and the yep. grocery stores and the, um, and the, the bar. Um, yep. Yep. Um, so yeah. all of the hate crimes, I mean, yep. it goes on and on, or even concerts. And so, like, what does, what does preparing for, actually, before I go there, interesting that. The moment that you were being rescued, which I would have assumed would have been the moment that maybe you felt the most safe, was a highly triggering 
moment because there were guns involved in your rescue. Right. Oh, God, yeah. It was... It, I mean... We... Probably about ten minutes before that, we could hear the snipers banging around on the roof above us, which was yeah. very off-putting. Um... We heard, we could hear the SWAT go through our hallway, and we were in, like, a storage room off to the side. We heard them go through the hallway, we heard them shout the all clear, and then leave the hallway, and then, I guess, probably, like, ten minutes later, a teacher was like, hey, did you ever get them out of that classroom? Because there's people in there. They just forgot about us. Nobody knew that we were in there. So, perfect hiding spot, honestly. Um, But we were just in there... I mean, I feel like it was, like, three hours. It was probably, like, an hour. Um, I couldn't get through to my parents. I... I mean, we got outside, and I had, I want to say, like, a hundred notifications missed calls, texts, um, from family members I haven't spoken to in, like, a year. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, this is, uh, this is serious. I mean, when you're in that situation, whenever we get put in, like, a lockdown drill, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, like, we know, hide your face, don't get near windows or doors, like, yeah, we know the drill, guys. Um, cause we do it like three or four times a year. I've done that since I was in elementary school. <laughs> um, so it never feels like a big deal until you're actually like being rescued with rifles in your faces. And especially with all of like people have been doing SWAT calls or whatever they're called. Um, well, where they'll like falsely report a gun or a bomb at right. a school. And right. then they have to go check there it out. Just a, yeah, like a month ago in Colorado, that was a... Or I guess it was all over the nation it ended up being, right? Yeah, I mean, it hap- It was like a th- whole thing like a year ago, and then they started doing it again recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it makes the whole situation very... Um, it, it It's probably hard to... It's like the boy who cried wolf. Exactly. I'm sure that, like, it's hard to... It's hard to know what's real or not, and it's hard to... It's hard to know what to take seriously. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, it's almost like, uh, I hope that this is not a, a byproduct of doing drills because I think that repetition mm. is good for muscle memory. Like, I think that there is such a thing. But I also wonder, like, just based off of what you even said, like, do the drills desensitize you I think in, in a little bit of way. I'm sure it does both. It desensitizes and it prepares, uh, maybe just depending on the person. But I, I mean, for me, I even have a hard time like fathoming the reality of it because it's, it, I think I'm sure it's a partially like a protection mechanism because you don't want to think, mm-hmm, okay, I'm mm-hmm. for me sending my, my kid to kindergarten and right yeah, now. or I'm walking into this or, yep. you know, the teens that I mentor are going into school. Like it's, it's hard to wrap your brain around the reality of it. Um, I can't, I can't empathize. I can just I sympathize. I mean, you can as a, as a mother. 
Yeah. Well, I can I can empathize with the the fear, but like the reality of like every time I I every time I feel like is this real? Like I truly I, go through I go through a like I feel like I'm a crazy person. Yep. No, every time we have um a drill and we're like not sure whether or not it's a drill, we just you're doing you're having that own You have to assume, oh, dilemma. I could I could die. Mm, mm-hmm. Um Today, like, I have to text my parents, I have to call my grandparents, like, I could die. But also, like, for any human, let alone children that are forming their brains live, like, mm-hmm. understanding what it means to even die or what right. that what that is, like, it, it's just, you it, see what I mean? It's like, no. how do you even, like... I mean, like, even... the seven-year-olds who died in the, mm. uh... Oh, God. Wait, let me... The most recent elementary school shooting? Yeah, there were, like, three three children and two adults who died. Yeah. There's so many. I'm like, I don't remember. Well, I right? I'm sure that that's a part of it for everyone. I also struggle with the fact that, again, I think if I hold on to it too long, I will feel sick but i also know that mm-hmm. my responsibility is to share it exactly with everyone exactly and that it's a it's a collective mission so it's just it's like i mean a lot of times it's just that that messy in between that we struggle with so yeah that that tension but that was the shooting in in nashville nashville yeah 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 i mean one of them talks about their sibling six kids yeah being like, I, I can't imagine life without my sibling. Yeah. And like, dude, no, no parent should ever have to bury their child, let alone bury their child with a bullet hole. Mm. I, I think that's the main takeaway. <laughs> no parent mm-hmm. should ever have to bury their child with a bullet hole in them. Mm-hmm. It's. I don't know how people don't understand that. That's a problem. So like, when we reflect back on the experience that you had, um, like clearly heightened senses. Um, mm-hmm. I heard a lot of like your description of it, where you could, the the role of sound sound is probably pretty yeah. important and i and i wonder in the days after the days and the weeks after like did some of that sensory memory stay with you or was that like does it now have have or have you do you compartmentalize as you can and it doesn't really come up um well, yeah, so with my experience, it was our last day of school. Um, so thankfully, I didn't have to be back in that environment for a few right. months. Right. Um, but I have, I still have nightmares um, yeah. being in that classroom uh, and having strangers walking in. And yeah, um, yeah I still, I mean, every now and then. The teacher who um, runs that classroom, she trusts me quite a bit. 
Um, so whenever she's out, she will have me essentially run her classroom for her. Uh, and anytime there's a lockdown drill and I'm in her classroom running it, it's very triggering. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, it's just, I don't even, it's like a it's, it's form of PTSD. Um, Absolutely. and my, one of my good friends who was in the lockdown with me, um, already had a immense fear of police. Sure. So being walked out, being squished against guns and police was also extremely traumatizing to them, let alone having their life in danger. They were, it it was just all around a horrible, horrible day. (laughs) Yeah, I, to say the least, right? Like, I... One of the things as I sit here that I'm grateful for is that I know that you have a good support system and I know that you have a great group of friends um, and that I get to be in your life and whatever that looks like. I Like I know, like I know Abby has support when it comes to community. Um, and I, and I also feel like you have the, I've seen you and witnessed you have the ability to have tough conversations and to even in the most vulnerable or traumatized states be able to articulate yourself maybe not always but like in some some capacity right (laughs) um so from your perspective like did you lean into that community were you how did you process and recover uh were, were there any other resources that I mean it's probably would have looked differently if it wasn't the last day of school but if it was a if you had gone back to school like I wonder what the resources would have been made available to you or if that's, if that is now the case, even starting the new year, because I imagine walking into the doors, no matter if it's the next day or a year from there, or three years from now, it doesn't really change the landscape that much. So yeah, just like walk me through your recovery process, what you have found helpful. And if there's anything that you think this, the schools are doing well when it comes to that too, or, or areas of opportunity. I mean, yeah, I know my school is, uh, we'll just say subpar when it comes to handling situations like that. Um, I mentioned how I have a close relationship with the teacher who I went through it with, um, and my parents ended up taking her out to dinner that night because... That night. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, both she yeah. and I and my parents, obviously, were just absolutely rattled. Um, and my parents wanted to say thank you for to her mm-hmm. for um, everything. <laughs> I mean, when the SWAT team came in, she was standing at the door when they came in. So they pointed their guns at her first. Mm-hmm. And she's a, like, it's hard to miss her. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, her hair is dyed. And she's, like, taller than the average woman. Um, so immediately their attention went to her. Uh, she put her life at risk for us. And, um, yeah, so... 
I mean, even now, she and I will still have conversations about it, and both of us will start crying. Um, she's been a an amazing support throughout it. And my parents, thank God. But I don't know. I Even now, I kind of look back on it, and I'm like, I don't know, was it a big deal? Because, like, nobody's life was actually like, in danger, because they were water guns, but, like, it was. Yeah. Because what if they weren't water guns, and so many schools go through that. And, like, I don't know. (laughs) One wrong move from those SWAT guys, and one of my favorite people would not be teaching me anymore. I think it's, I can imagine how you ask yourself that because you see the, like, okay, it's it's not that bad because lives are literally lost or massive amounts of of lives are lost other places. But really, like, it's nearly impossible to, like, someone's, whether we're talking gun violence or not, someone's uh, experience of trauma can, there's so many flavors of that. Exactly. That, that I think, you know, my hope for you is to hear that it is a big deal because it was your own personal experience and you felt it in your, in your body in that way. And that, um, and that you shared in something that was traumatizing and unfortunately something that is becoming more frequent and normal and it's confusing. So I I also am curious, like, clearly you and your teacher were close before. You must feel much closer yeah. <laughs> after. 100%. I mean... Yeah, a a traumatic experience like that definitely will bring someone closer. Like, my friend who was afraid of police, I had to, I had to, like, try and help them through that, and, like, while we were passing the police, I was just holding their hand and, like, trying to kind of distract them and keep them walking. Mm -hmm. So I got closer with that person as well, but, yeah, I mean... Trauma, trauma bonds are a real thing, for sure. Um, Yeah, I mean, as I said, my teacher and I will still have conversations about it and start crying. It's, it's emotional, for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where I get angry even hearing that, though, is like, like we feel intimacy with someone else or we feel connection with someone else when we experience joy together, but yeah. especially when we extreme experience emotions, fear, yeah. yeah, extreme, extreme emotions to, uh, together. And I just, I wish for it to not be from such a challenging place, mm-hmm. a place of fear and grief and, I mean, I'm like the sort of person that believes that every emotion is has a a positive connotation. Yeah, like, like I think that 
the so clearly anger is a result of like there's a lot of anger around this Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. justified you and i share it and and i think the anger can be really igniting like it causes a lot of passion and it causes a lot of drive to change causes walkouts in school walkouts yeah yeah and and i'm like i get so moved by Mm -hmm. um makes me emotional i get so moved by your generation um and the like the masses of coming yeah. together and the grit and the courage and then i get so angry though because it's like it's still it, it feels like a drop in the bucket like there's yeah. just like the uh, you think it feels like it falls on deaf ears yeah i mean and there's this helpless feeling yep you're like i We've done what we can. Like, we're students at the end of the day. We can walk out and we can make our voices heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't pass those laws. Mm-hmm. We can't force... We can, I mean, in a way, force the change, but it's... Do You think to yourself, like, I don't know if what we're doing is enough. And I don't know what will be enough because people have died. Children have died. Mm-hmm. You would think that would be like, oh, maybe that's our cue to... Mm. I don't know, man. Does it does it make you feel like, can you sustain your passion and motivation to the time that you get to vote? Or do you feel deflated? Or is it both? I think it is kind of... I mean, like, I can vote in a year. Um, yeah. And I... Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I I don't know. I, 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 I would say, for the most part, all of this anger is just coming from our values, um, which are only being sparked by these events. But those values are going to stay... are going to stay there. Um, which are... I don't even know. Like, just to, to respect be safe. for human life. Yeah, respect for human life. To um, to be to feel like safety uh, in an education setting right. is in a not too much in to an ask. environment where we sometimes spend more time at than our own home. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would rather I would like to be safe there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think a lot of us are kind of feeling like, I, I don't know what I can do. Yep. I don't know what to do. Fair. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, I think we're doing what we can, organizing walkouts and, you know, there's... Students Demand Action um, is a really big one on Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm a part of Moms Demand Action. Yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah. yeah. Did, but, like, even as you as you say that, it just makes me feel like it's interesting to, sh- to share, you know, as a millennial and you as a Gen Z, like, to share in that, that same feeling of helplessness and 
the difference being, though, that I still can participate and I still right. can, or I not still, I can vote. Um, and still there's this, this overwhelming amount of hopelessness. Yeah. And even like, even as I watch the walkouts, it's like, I can imagine you feel scared to do a walkout, like just to do anything in a large group right. setting. Like, so you have to, you have to, so much grit. So yeah, I mean it's kind of a vicious cycle. Yeah. Um what do you, so yeah. like when you talk amongst your group of friends, what do you guys say? Like do, are people are people proposing like we need to get rid of guns completely? Are people proposing like is are there any themes that are that are discussed in your peer community? I don't know. I've seen a lot of different um things come up. Um there's, you know, we've got, um, kind of the more right-wing conservative, older, um, for the most part opinion of we need more guns in schools, we need to arm the teachers in order to protect the children. In your school in system, or... I haven't in- seen it as much like, within my community, but, mm-hmm. um, I see it a lot on, like, some of the posts that, um, are being posted about, like, the student who died at the school near me, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I see people who don't really know anything about the situation, like, proposing, like, arming teachers and, um, we now have, uh, I want to call them safety resource officers, um, in the majority of schools in Colorado, or in Denver. And those are basically just armed cops on campus. Okay. Um, which, as I said earlier, I don't like being around guns at all, period. I don't like it. Um, so... Me, personally, I don't think that adding more guns is going to help, but that is some people's opinion, Um, and people are entitled to their opinion, Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know, I kind of see it as, like, if a forest fire is raging, if somebody started a forest fire... Right? And we just keep adding timber to the fire. It's going to keep growing. The problem is going to keep growing. Even if, yes, it's a person adding the timber, it's still the, f- the timber that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like, yeah. people will be like, yeah, guns aren't the problem. It's the people that are the problem. Yes. Yeah. Somebody, a person is adding the wood to that fire. But the wood is the thing that is continuing to make the fire burn. It's a, it's a great metaphor. Yeah, I just came up with that. That's pretty cool. Oh. I, well, you guys all heard it here. I, <laughs> I'm sure it's somewhere out there somebody's made that, but... <laughs> 
You're like, someone hears this and they're like, I'm pretty sure you saw that on my TikTok recently. I, I'm like, no, I promise. That just came out of my brain. That's why it sounded like Google deep. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> One of the last questions that I have for you on this um, is there's a lot of movies and TV shows. And I think the intention is to bring awareness in a like to to talk a little bit or to make it real like what we were talking about where it feels so real because it's like is this real I don't even know how to so I think when we watch movies the whole point is to kind of immerse to invoke uh, a reaction how do those movies or shows that are depicting gun violence um, sit with you and do you think that they the impact is is positive or negative? I mean, I don't know. I think if shows like that are consulting, like, a family who has gone through losing a child to a school shooting, and they're saying, like, hey, is this, you know, um, desensitizing it, like... Are we yeah. kind of making a mockery of it, or do you think we're, like, um, doing it justice? I think bringing those people who have experience in that situation, students who have lived through mm. lockdowns where they know that there's a gun in the building, um, I think bringing that kind of experience into the scenario... Um, would make it better? I don't know. I... I don't know. I think a lot of people just with general gun violence, there's a lot of people who have personal experiences with general gun violence. Um, so I think if there was like a like, a major outcry of, like, hey, this is bad, we would have seen it by now. Um, but me, personally, I haven't seen, like, a... I've seen, like, a documentary on school shootings, but I've never seen... I haven't seen a fiction work mm -hmm. um, based on a school shooting yet. I, I, think, I, I think... I feel like 13 Reasons Why went from... I could not get through that show. Right. Went from suicide. I mean, because it, it's all centered around mental health, right? And the, Yeah. But I'm pretty sure one of the seasons had that as, like, another okay. peak, I peak thing. Couldn't have told um, you. Yeah. So, and I'm sure that there are more. And, and there are definitely... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that it exists. And, yeah. But... But... Well, I, I like your perspective on, and I think that that's true of anything. Exactly. That, like, to, Basically, to, any story, if you're trying your best to serve it justice and not trying to make a mockery of that, it. Right. Bring the people in that are personally directly exactly. affected and including maybe permission and insight. Right. right? Yeah. Well... Yeah, tough conversation, and I know that we only, like, scratch the tip-top scratch of the scratch surface. <laughs> yeah, and if we still we still had a long conversation about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just so appreciate you sharing, and um, I 
love that. So Abby's been taking care of herself as we spoke, and she's cuddling one of her favorite. Is that a blanket? It's one just a hoodie. Blankets. I just love this. Oh, it's hoodie. just a hoodie. My stepdad gave um, it to me. Yeah, and I think that like that is another sign. Like I'm proud of you for protecting and taking care of yourself, even as we talk. So it's important to. Like, we want to have tough conversations and be vulnerable, but also we need to, it's important to hold our boundaries and um, and take care of ourselves. So, just so everyone knows, there's this <laughs> sweet little visual of Abby with her knees up and <laughs> holding her favorite yeah. hoodie. There you go. Just a generic hoodie, I guess. Yeah. Um, is there anything that gives you hope? And you don't, there doesn't have to be, but just wondered if there was anything that gives you hope. I mean, I would just say, like, Watching my peers get equally, like, enraged. Um, And knowing that, like, as we um, grow up and are able to take on these positions of power and be able to make the changes that we want to make, that, yeah, it's going to probably take a decade or two. um, Or, you know... Quite a few decades. <laughs> um, mm. But I think... I don't know. I think my generation could be the change that we have been needing to see. But I also know enough people who are um, very similar to their parents who will just follow anything that they say. Yeah. Well, you your sentiment of hope is my sentiment of hope. Like I said, the visuals of the masses and even mm-hmm. uh, there are statistics out there that such a large voting population is going to come from yeah. the population that you are within that could really influence the any decisions, some decisions and some progress being made around around gun violence in particular. So one can hope. Um, there's that. There's that. And for today, I'm just so glad that you exist. <laughs> yeah. We're... You're like, me too? Yeah, <laughs> literally. I'm like, got through another yeah. day at school today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Abby. Well, it's been... It's been. Yeah, I don't it know. has. It really it has. It has been. <laughs> no, I always we'll love talk talking... Soon. Yeah, me too. Always. My favorite. <laughs>